0: summer is almost done as we near closer and closer to when peaky usually airs coming up here in october november still no release date though as we welcome you into another off-season episode of by order of the peaky blinders daniel gilman with you alongside my fantastic host josh levy and josh our last episode, we talked a little bit about the TV that you've been watching. Um, I've been watching a good amount of TV. A ton of movies are out. It, it feels like as things may be retracting here in America in terms of the uh, the normalcy, at least the amount of content that we're getting feels a little bit more pre-COVID-like, even though we may have another stoppage coming up soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it sucks, but you're right about the amount of content that content that's been coming out it's kind of like filming got back on when things were getting better you know at the beginning of 2021 and things are just getting out of control again and we're not gonna go there and talk about that because that could be a three-hour podcast on my end but uh we're going to have fun. And you know what? We're going to yeah. keep things light and we're going to continue to live in this
0: fantasy world that you guys tune in to listen to us talk about. And that's TV shows, mainly Peaky Blinders. And we haven't had a lot of Peaky Blinders news in the last, honestly, like few months, ever since talking to Emmett J. Scanlon and kind of getting an update. Okay, filming is about to finish. Thank you for that update. Things like that. Well, we got a big notification from our friends over at Peaky Blinder Season 6 on Instagram and Twitter. And that's something that Packy was clearly teasing, Packy Lee, who plays Johnny Dogs, clearly teasing in the interview that we had with him a few months back when um, when I asked and I said, Packy, are there any big name actors or actresses, anyone that we can expect to get our, you know, goosebumps up, excitement about? And he said, there is the, going to be the greatest actress of our generation on Peaky Blinders. And I got excited and we all got excited and we're talking about who and who. And it comes out that, Packie Lee's 13 year old daughter, and I feel bad. I have no idea how to say this. Uh, let's go Fod- Fodla, F O D H L A. Fodla Lee will be playing the on screen daughter of Johnny Dogs. That is just, it, it just puts a smile on my face.
1: That's sick. That's so sick for somebody who kind of like rose up the ranks from nothing to where he is now in the acting world to have his daughter star and it seems like he's like his favorite show of all time. Uh, well not star, but you know, play, play yeah. a role. She'll, she'll be a role. I
0: mean, maybe a Bonnie, so, Bonnie gold style role. Where enough, enough on care on camera stuff. If she is charismatic, we're, we're excited to see, but had to start off talking Peaky blind stuff. There isn't a lot. There is a couple tidbits here and there of some, some leaked things, a little bit of bad news before we get to what we're watching. Um, but it's just cool. I mean, Packy Lee's daughter, right? We have no idea of any sort of history with Packy or, or Johnny dogs. We, we didn't know that it's he cr- even had marital relations, you know, we'd have it and she's like a teenager too. So that'll be
1: a fun little dance down the road. It's crazy. The amount of brand new characters that are coming into the season. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it and how they're going to introduce, introduce all these characters, or even or if they even have huge roles, but it's cool that they're just introducing all these new characters, not, it's, it's one of the only shows that does this kind of thing where it it brings brand new characters and huge antagonists and protagonists into the show every single season. So who knows what these, what these characters are going to play. They're teasing it in a, in a very, very good way. They're keeping us on our toes. So I'm just excited. Like we need Peaky back, man. Like we need it back. I'm so I'm, I'm, I need it. We do, we do need it back. We're, we're waiting for a start date so we can kind of do a
0: little bit of like a season five rewatch for you guys. Um, it's I, what I think I, they are doing with all of these young characters. And I did read this and I wish I could remember where um, so I could give them credit, but it, it was a prediction that the movie is going to be the, the youth of Birmingham and maybe a little bit into the future and watching Tommy's two kids run the business. And now we've got Conrad Kahn's character. We don't know who that's going to be, but it almost feels like Stephen Knight might be kind of pushing towards the future of, of Birmingham into the mid1900s, which would be a cool spinoff, a cool movie, a lot of good options available. And now with, with obviously with Johnny Dogg's daughter, maybe she gets into some sort of um, romance with someone, right? We don't I mean, there's just so many so many new characters, so many what ifs. Um, we do need it to come ASAP, Josh, because I am uh, there's a lot of stuff. And, and you know I, I, there's not often is, is Daniel Gilman like behind in his TV watching. But I feel like there are so many things that I want to watch, and yet, if Peaky Blinders came out today and Netflix did one of their old style drops, I would drop everything and just watch all of it. It's just it's such an incredible thing. Um, Stephen Knight came out and and said that, uh, and I don't know if this is old or new. Who knows with tabloids over in the UK? But he was like, he said, "Gina's family will make themselves known this season," and I think we've talked so much. I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I don't think it's a crazy prediction to assume that gina gray's family is
1: going to have an impact i i think so and, and that's going to be really cool it's like you almost forget that anya taylor joy is is even in the show like there's so many new things coming up and it's going to be interesting to see how it, you almost forget that like she was like she's possibly going to change like the complexion of the show Going, i, I think she, i think she for sure will and but then there's also other characters that are going to change the complexion of the show. And it's so interesting to see how they're going to put all these different you know, plot webs. You know, how what, when we talk about Game of Thrones or when you and I, back in our heyday, when, when we weren't podcasting, we were discussing whether or not we could podcast and we would just sit and talk about Game of Thrones. We, we talked about all those plot webs that were like interwoven to each other and we were wondering how it was going to end. And that's the hardest way to end a show. And so to have to throw in like the Gina Gray storyline into season five and the Oswald Mosley storyline in season five mixed with everything else that's going on it's it's crazy and that's why I'm like anticipating a lot to happen
0: yeah and and I'll be honest with you um when I really break it down without Polly it does feel like there is a one track story in my mind and that's that's Michael versus um Tommy but then you add in Sam Clayflin and and Oswald Mosley and possibly you know um his his wife or his girlfriend or you know we talked a lot about who amber anderson's character might be in fact she did a uh, a question and answer a few weeks ago on instagram and the question was tell us about your role in peaky blinders and she said top secret no idea mate while well, you know, she snaps like a selfie but like it, we definitely know it's it's gonna be mitford we just we just can't say it right i mean like we know we just who knows we don't know whatever but um that's just like a whole side story at this point, right? We've we've gotten to the point where the show is so clever and it's so Game of Thrones esque that a main storyline is now taking a back seat in this season and there could be episodes without Oswald Mosley altogether that will be totally fine by me. And and that's the show that you know the sign of a good
1: show. Definitely and it's just the more the more and more we talk about it, it's like I'm like, where is it? Like they have yeah. to be done soon. And yeah. so the, the, the good thing is, is that if they're taking this long to film Stephen Knight, you know, Anthony Byrne, all the other directors that are involved and in, in all the producers that 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 are that are taking this long, it's going to be good. They're taking a sweet time. I, I'm yeah. happy with it. And it's because they have to pay attention to all those little details, you know, all these things that I just don't want like a huge gap in the storyline where they're just jumping to like, you know, the end very quickly. I want it to be drawn out and to have good dialogue and all that. I will clarify uh, real quick.
0: They did finish filming, so they're taking a long time here in post-production. And something that I've kind of caught my eye on as like a TV savant recently is so many scenes during COVID have had to be redubbed. And there are some shows and movies that are so poorly done and some that are really well done. And, you know, the actors will go back into the booth and they'll have to record just audio and they'll put the audio overlay over their lips. And I think that's a lot of the post-production because of COVID, because of the lack of the, you know, boom microphones or people standing around, they had to minimize the amount of clutter around the set. It, it, it kind of costs the audio, quality of a lot of scenes which is why they have to go back and, and redub it here and there like there was a what was that movie with Hugh Jackman the when he played the guy who could speak to, to animals that was like redubbed completely that. uh Dr. Doolittle they came out with the Dr. Wow. Doolittle remake last year and it was so terrible you could see every single scene the lips didn't even match with the words so it's like that's, you've got to make sure that it's perfection that's awful you've got to make sure um we do have a little bit more news something that came out in like a podcast interview or not a podcast one of those uh digital instagram interviews that killian murphy did he said that he took one of his coats from set and i thought that was unique i wanted to know if you could go into the peaky blinders set josh and take one thing do do you have an idea of what it might be because
1: a coat's good he's got those dope long you know what i want is i want like a quarter filled like uh I don't know what it is, what you call it when you pour the whiskey, but I want the thing that pours the whiskey into oh, like, um, like a, like a goblet or something. Right. Right. Or like a, a pitcher, like yeah. the equivalent of like a whiskey pitcher that, that, that they're using to pour their whiskey glasses. Like I every,
0: want. every company CEO has on his like beer cart right, in his office. Exactly.
1: Every lawyer has in their office, you know, definitely, yes. definitely. So I, that's right. what I would
0: take. That's a good one. Um, I think I'm gonna be basic and probably try to snipe one of the signs. Like, imagine having like the Garrison or like Tommy Shelby Company Limited sign. I think that would be something that would be pretty unique. Um, We did talk about how they hang in your
1: bedroom.
0: Yeah, like you know, in the the living room or in the man cave or something like that. We did talk about how they gave um, everyone that acted in season six a like insignied hold on I'm trying to pull up Emmett J. Scanlon's one um, like liquor bottle of sorts and, uh, and it was like distilled at the spirit of Manchester distillery this is to commemorate the fabulous performance in Peaky Blinders v1 so six by Emmett J. Scanlon in the role of Billy Grade and it was like Peaky Blinders six we beat the pandemic nobody fucks with the Peaky fucking blinders <laughs> yeah it's super corny but whatever but I'm saying it's a cool little like bottle of gin or something that they yeah gave it's just so it's just Shelby like, Company Limited Dry Gin. It's a cool little like uh, thank you yeah, gift to all the that's actors. True. No, that's <laughs> true.
1: Oh 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 no, sorry. I thought you meant that that's what like someone like made on their own. I didn't know that. It no, was, like, no, the show.
0: The show gave it to all of the actors in season six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. There is some weird news, and this is uh, unfortunate. You know, I. I don't know this actor. I don't remember seeing him, but someone who acted in one or two scenes of, of one of the seasons named Toby Kirkup died last summer after being sent home from the hospital with chest pains. All right. So he, he's an actor. He's on set. He leaves to go to the hospital, has chest pains. The hospital sends him out 48 hours later. He had a tingling sensation and just, and just died. And, and so it's um, yeah, terrible for, for that. And, he was a police sergeant who was also in a show called Emmerdale. And that was just, you know, I felt like had to share some Peaky Blinders news, but a very weird one of those just like freak accidents, unfortunately. So a member of the Peaky family, a member of our family. Um, and so Toby Kirkup is his name if you want to look him up and see more about those details. But that's about it on the Peaky Blinders front. We do have a couple um, reviews that people left us and and it's always cool if you guys want to go to the bottom of like the apple or the spotify or any of those things and give us a couple stars maybe four maybe five who knows whatever you want to do and write something a little bit we had a a cute little um message and and it was a five-star review it said officially obsessed i admittedly got into the show very late in the game but now i am loving it i am fucking loving it and this podcast is the best accompaniment the show goes really fast and the accents are a little tricky to navigate on a first watch. <laughs> I am anti-watching it with subtitles because I think it distracts from my Shelby viewing, which is funny. So I'm relying on episode recaps. But I do think, Josh, that like when people watch shows with subtitles, it's hard to like look at the actor sometimes.
1: You know, that you get caught just like no, staring, at, yeah. staring at the words the whole time. No, for some people, I can see that. No, no definitely. And I do watch subtitles sometimes. Yeah. And it, it does take... Take away and like the Apple TV, the Apple Plus subtitles are like off sometimes. And sometimes a lot online. of them and are Netflix, off. A lot of them are Netflix off. It's is like elite, elite and subtitles, and they're like on point, like spot on. But like you, you kind of have your eyes on the whole screen. You, know, you try it's to. Like, it's not like you're missing everything. It's well, kind of a crutch. I agree. So like
0: I'm covering Animal Kingdom, which is Finn Cole who plays Michael. His, his star show over on TNT, and I'm covering it over on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash by order of Peaky, going episode by episode. And uh, I try to watch it with subtitles just because I don't want to miss anything. But at the same time, there are so many attractive people on the screen. I definitely feel <laughs> where, uh, where Marissa Marissa MC Philly fan is coming from. Let me, let me finish this. She says, the episode recaps weren't doing it for me. So I found your podcast. Love Josh and Daniel. I really like the spoiler-free format and the fact that you can stay on for Grace's Secret. I haven't because I'm only through season four. The winners and losers is my favorite thing you guys do. Oh, I forgot we did that. Wow, back in the day.
1: Remember we like won every episode and who lost every episode. Of course, Um, man. We're going to be doing the same thing when, when, um, when it comes back. So it's been like literally two years. Yeah. We'll have to do a season five rewatch and and the the winner of every episode as well. Um, With hindsight, hindsight's the
0: key. It's always the key.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: She said the winners and losers, the favorite thing, even though I totally disagree with you sometimes on the losers, but Hey, it's okay. I even like the accents you guys do. I listen at work and it makes me giggle. Everyone who loves this show needs to listen to this podcast. I recommend it to everyone. Can't wait to get caught up and be ready for six. So those are, I mean, that's just the kind of stuff that just makes you so bubbly inside. That's, we we appreciate you listening, Marissa, and and hopefully more people can can kind of spread the word. Because if you tell one person about the pod and they tell one person, then we can really make some
1: noise here coming up in season six. Definitely, we got some bad reviews as well in the past. Those were great. But we've improved and we've gotten better. And, you know. (laughs) Anyone who's still listening knows it. You know, they know that we've improved. But look, look if you, if, if you want to be at the top, you know, you got to start at the bottom. You, you got to take your lumps. You know, the haters will only make us stronger. So here we are. Okay, so let's talk a little bit here at the end of
0: this episode about what we're watching and what we're excited for here in the next few weeks. I talked about having so much to watch and, you know, there's, there's shows that are coming left and right. Let's, let's start with this one, Josh. I, I had mentioned a show called The Mosquito Coast a few, I don't know, months ago. And it actually made my, my first half of 2021 top 10 but I hadn't finished it. It was only like four episodes in and there were seven episodes. It was a, it's an interesting one on Apple TV plus to the point where if you go on Apple TV plus, they promote all their shows and you can't find the mosquito coast anymore, which is really weird. Um, imagine uh, it's an Apple TV plus.
1: Yeah. Didn't you like it though? I liked, I liked the first
0: three episodes. It completely changes from like a show about a family trying to escape to like, a show about a family, like kind of like Ozark of sorts. They're trying to be a little like a poor man Ozark. But what's weird about it is I'm waiting for the big secret, right? Big secret. Why are these parents being chased by the cops? Why, like, what did they do? What did they do? We don't know. We don't know. And they didn't tell us at the end of season one. And it's like a cliffhanger of sorts. Like they're sailing out into the great beyond. They escape all the cartel. And like, you're not going to tell us what Justin Thoreau did to be like exiled from America. Like very weird. That's how the show ended. That's how they yeah, out there. It's like getting ready for se- get ready for season two. Like no way I'm watching season two if season one is not going to tell me the one like mystery that held no. it all together.
1: No, that's that's an awful take. I don't even watch the show, and that's like brutal. You know, that's like the worst take. No, that's you don't get to choose when the, oh, the saying, information comes out. No, but I don't care about choosing or not. I'm saying if you're going to have
0: a mystery from the first minute of the first episode, like what did these parents do? and then the whole show is like okay but like i want to know what this mystery is and you're going to go the and now it's like but you don't even know if you're going to be renewed for season 2 it's like a very weird thing it, the story didn't have any other like, except for it's this one like bloodline
1: thing. like did you watch bloodline like it's yeah. kind of yeah. bloodline so uh, no it's kind of like that but uh, i mean bloodline season 2 and 3 were absolutely atrocious i know but, but i'm I, i'm saying like if it didn't so answer the one good. question no i get it i get it it wasn't I good. It. maybe it wasn't know. good
0: Apple TV Plus know. is no longer gotcha. promoting it. If you go to Apple TV Plus Originals, you can't even find it on it. You have, have to search it in like the, the, the software of Apple TV Plus. It's very weird.
1: Um, but over that, on to a different show. Okay, Josh, are you an Outer Bankster? No, but I've heard of lots of things. But I know it's one of those shows that it's you just can. so bad that it's so good. But It's, like it's so actually, good. Actually
0: good. It's so good. It's so, I don't know, like first season it was just COVID me, you know, like in the middle, it's like when we all thought Tiger King was like an Oscar nominated uh, documentary. And then you, you might want to watch it back and be like, Oh my God. But like Outer Banks season one was like fine. Okay. Scavenger hunt going after treasure, a bunch of attractive 25 year olds playing 16 year olds. And then season two, like it's pretty good. I, I mean, I was on two planes and I watched all 10 episodes on those two planes. So like, I feel like I, I got the entire binging experience um, but I would recommend anyone that's like on the fence to just just try a couple episodes. It's just like one of those things that just like feeds your inner guilty pleasure desires. Where like if you just want to watch kids having fun on an island in America, and it's like kind of like a race thing, but also you got like a imperialistic themes, and you've got the caste system involved as well because you've got the haves and the have nots. They're called like the kooks and the pogs. It's it's well done, and I do have one grind with it and one one little thing i have to pick it's a big knit and anyone that watches the show may think about this josh they talk about a, a slave all right from like the 1700s that was killed okay and they say it about 10 times in the season it's a big it's a big thing in the season josh you know what they say what they say that he was hung what instead of hanged ah uh, yes that's... they say it like 10 times so it's not a mistake that is not great it is so frustrating. Like, do I, do, do they think they maybe did it on purpose? Do you think they maybe did it on purpose? Cause they're like, Oh, young kids are watching this. They don't really care. They might say hung too. Like it, would it be like, Oh, those nerds if they use the proper grammar instead of hanged, but I have to use this medium as my um,
1: exalting. I am so, so furious. I think no, it it's not elapsed. a lapse. It can't
0: be a lapse. It like it's 10 times, Josh.
1: That's not great. I don't I I think mean, maybe, I don't maybe know. You should, maybe you should write the show. I think you should write the show. I, I saw a couple of people tweet about it. Um, but there's that. That's, um, not, I mean, that's not I'm surprised it hasn't like taken off. It's very weird. Um,
0: obviously, we're still kind of keeping up with Dave and Rick and Morty. And we talked about when Josh kind of catches up with both. We'll do an episode, maybe combining the two male um, h- crude humor dominated shows. And we can kind of break those down, but. Josh just went on a vacation, and I want to tie yeah. that in. He went to a beautiful beach resort in Cancun, Mexico. It was nice. It I,
1: was like an hour from Cancun, but close enough. Okay, was it Tulum? Where were you? Uh, it was Riviera Maya, which is uh, way better. It's like an is, hour. It's like an hour from Cancun. It's hour from Cancun, and then like Tulum is like the town below it. It's okay, beautiful. well, Cancun it's like is Little Carmen. Cancun's a shithole,
0: so I'm I'm happy you weren't yeah. there. I'm not, not a huge fan of it, but I am obsessed. And there's one episode left, so it's the perfect time to binge it. One of our listeners actually was was tweeting about this um, the other day and I was kind of messaging with her back and forth. You could you know, kind of go back and forth with me on Twitter if you want it by order of Peaky. But it was, uh, it was of course, Wimmerella, right? One of our OGs. She said, if you're not watching White Lotus, check it out now. And uh, Josh, it's really, really good on HBO. And it's just, it's about a family, a bunch really of families that go to Hawaii. Yeah.
1: My brother told me to watch it. He really, him and his girlfriend were watching it. And he recommends it. It's about like... Like the privilege. It's a it's a white privilege. But like weird tape. things keep on happening to people, right? No, it's not. It's not. Um, it's a show
0: that the first minute shows a dead body and we don't know who the dead body is, and then that kind of like grabs you in, like you know, it's like loading a plane with a with a casket or something. Yeah. And we're like, oh, which one of our favorite characters? And then it's, I mean, the finale is coming up. We still have no even inkling of there being it's any HBO, close right? to it. HBO. Yeah. So they always you know make gold. They make gold. It's made by Mike White who was the, the principal from uh, school of rock. He's also wrote, he's a writer in school of rock. And he does a lot of other stuff. He was in, he was on a season of survivor. So that's how some survivor fans might know him. But Josh, it is just really well-made because it's cringe comedy. It's like watching a man ruin his um, honeymoon because he can't get over the fact that it's not the room that he booked. And he, he like, you know, like it, it eats at him. And it's all these things that you're like, ooh, I kind of am a little bit like that. Like I kind of want the dinner paid for and this. And it's really funny to watch like white privilege be exploited on the show. Yeah. No, it sounds like kind of
1: like curve with Barry and like yeah. all that kind of stuff.
0: So yeah, so that's that's one that I would kind of recommend here as, as we kind of chug along. Um, there's a new one on Netflix called Hit and Run that I'm gonna give a look. So if anyone has any interest in that, I think it's got some Fauda connections. Um, but shows that's kind of where we're at, Joshua. Uh, josh is back watching so we'll, we'll kind of break down some more stuff as as the weeks go on here in the dog days of summer but thank you guys so much for listening once again he's josh i'm daniel we beenish so you don't have